I became very clear in the early stages of my transition into myself, right? Back to me, back to my heart and core, that when I kept my vibration high, when I nurtured my energy by doing things consistently that I loved, that made me happy, and then sharing from that place that everything would be fine. Hey there, and welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I'm your host, Emmy Kirshner. I'm a serial entrepreneur, investor, and business coach for ambitious women who are boldly taking their business to the next level. And I believe that building a successful business isn't about working 24-7 just to merely meet a revenue goal. What it does take is a unique blend of dedication to purpose, courageous action, and frequently sheer will to overcome the odds that lead to meaningful impact and experiencing a life well lived. In each episode, you'll get to know the women and men who are unafraid to put it all on the line as they share the stories of success and failure that have made them incredible leaders and the magic they gift the world with. As you're listening, and I hope finding value, don't forget to share the Tribe of Leaders podcast with all of your other entrepreneurial friends and to follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another incredible episode of the Tribe of Leaders podcast. Today's guest is Whitney Freya, who is a modern-day mystic and at 26, boldly started her business with practically no art experience, opening a studio where people would come to learn and create on Canvas. Today, she is the author of three books on personal creativity and leads online courses that teach you a sacred and personal painting practice, which I can hardly wait to hear about because I'm a, a closet artist. And she lives her own inspired life in Northeast Oregon and is flying her paraglider or skiing around the mountains there if she's not in her studio. So Whitney, welcome and tell me everything. <laughs> like in 30 minutes. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I love talking to your audience. This is so exciting. I opened my business, started my entrepreneurial career 25 plus years ago. I opened an art center with zero art training, zero art experience. I had been a wannabe artist. I was kind of a professional wannabe artist when I opened the art center and I opened it not to teach people how to make art for art's sake or you know, under the story of art as product or some people have talent and some people don't. It was really this aha around how we each really want to develop an artist mentality so that we can create consciously with awareness a life that lights us up, right? And so it was this totally given divinely inspired aha. Like if I can create a space where we can all come myself included, right. To right. make art, to learn better how to create what we want into the art that is our life. That was it. It seemed instantly clear to me that this was the idea of millions that I had received that I was supposed to act on. So right away from the beginning of my entrepreneurial career, I had to really get out of my own way. You know, I think one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves as entrepreneurs is to really nurture that big idea that is bigger than us, you know, that gives our business purpose, that helps us to put in the hours and, you know, summon up the 
creativity, the wisdom, the patience, whatever it is in order to bring our business to more and more people. And so I, you know, was kind of forced to do that right from the beginning because I had no logical, you know, left brain skill set to draw from. And it's been the most incredible ride ever, you know, everything from tears and, you know, throwing up the arms to just such awe and gratitude and deep, deep personal development and spiritual growth, which I don't think is in any way separate from anyone's entrepreneurial path and kind of like, or you will be off the entrepreneurial path if you don't. <laughs> right. <honor. Yeah. laughs> I think the journey. Yeah. I think the saying that entrepreneur is the best or entrepreneurship is the best course in personal and self-development that you can ever have yeah. for pretty much everybody. Absolutely. But, but I'm Absolutely. curious, like you didn't have a business plan. You had no, no business experience. You just I had, yeah, I had been selling books door to door for four summers, which actually was the best training in the world because there was no sense of like anyone else being responsible for my business, right? It was always me showing up, law of averages, you know, talking to enough people, things like that. And I think, you know, the lack of a business plan, not that I recommend that, but with something like this that was new, like this was before the drop-in pottery places existed. I was in Nashville, Tennessee, right before it became this hub for people from New York and LA coming in, you know, it was still very traditional. I learned later that the whole art community was kind of snippy about this young 26 year old with no art experience popping in to open an art center. Like how dare I kind of energy. Right. And so it was ahead of its time, really, especially in Nashville. So that became, you know, really a foundation, you know, an opportunity for me to learn so much. And when I learned, well, in 2009, I knew I was moving out to Northeast Oregon. I was married with three kids and we were going to move to a ranch in Northeast Oregon. And so I launched my online programs and my first book had been published in 2008. And so that shifted. I let go of the art center space. I taught at different places in Nashville and then started traveling, moved out to Oregon in 2011, got divorced in 2012, left my marriage because it was one of those things like, oh, I get it. I can't make you happy. As far as I can tell, nothing's going to make you happy. I got to go be happy. And so that, that really took me and my painting practice personally to a whole new level. I understood right around that time that there was tremendous power in what we paint that there's this whole language, the symbolic language being offered to us all the time to help guide us. And especially as entrepreneurs, you know, tuning into that intuition that's going to help pull you into the desired future, which means it's your future that is in alignment with your highest path, right? Mm -hmm. That comes intuitively. That comes as, you know, flashes, vision, intuitive hits, like, what if I did this or someone crossing your mind? And so I really got into the painting as healing, as energy work, as a way of communicating with higher wisdom within me, because there were times, even though I was feeling so liberated and happy and like I got to live my life over again, it was a very unpopular decision. You know, I had an eight, 10 and 12 year old that we had just moved moved across the country and built this house that I lived in for nine months. You know, it was 
it was a scary decision. It was not popular. The husband was super angry. And so I would often like crawl to my canvas and start painting the words, you know, whether it was because I say so, I am abundant, I love my life, like I would speak to where I wanted to be. And by the time I was done with that painting or, you know, five, 10 minutes in, I was back in my power. I knew exactly why I made the decisions I'd made and I could move forward, you know? So I just love sharing this practice with people. You know, since I grew up such a wannabe, I am become a master at making it accessible and helping people to understand that we were all raised with a story around creativity that, you know, it's about making things. It's about making things that other people find attractive enough to give you money for. And if that's not going to happen, which it probably won't, right, is what people right, are right. around the kitchen table, don't do it. There's no point in nurturing your your creative spirit, which is, I really believe why we have such a struggle with depression and anxiety in this culture, because we are here to create. Like creativity is like your prana, it's breath. It's, mm-hmm. it's who we are. It's what we're all doing every single day. We're creating our reality. And just like we're creating our business, the question is whether you're doing it with or without awareness. So yeah. let's, let's do it with awareness, right? Because the results are like totally different when you do it with awareness and intention. Yes. It's so funny because I went on a sabbatical last November. I took essentially the entire month off and because I was burned out and I could not create anything. Like there was nothing left. And it was so incredible to have that come back in with the rest and like just not doing anything and not having any structure. And I did do some like paint and charcoal a couple of times to kind of bring that back in. And it was so freeing to let go of just the stuff. Like it wasn't anything in particular, but yes. yeah, like that whole saying about like, you've got to fill yourself up first and serve others from your overflow. Yeah. Is really, really important. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, it's one of those sand traps that's really easy to slip into because often, you know, you might be working multiple jobs, you know, as women, we usually have families or, you know, caregivers or so many demands on our time. And we love to put everybody else first and we feel guilty for just even sitting down and doing nothing for a couple minutes, right? Right. And and it's not possible to stay in flow if you are depriving yourself of what gives you energy. I became very clear in the early stages of my transition into myself, right? Back to me, back to my heart and core, that when I kept my vibration high, when I nurtured my energy by doing things consistently that Mm -hmm. I loved, that made me happy, and then sharing from that place that everything would be fine. You know, I left a lot of financial security, you know, it it took, I did end up buying a house. My, both my parents had to co-sign because, you know, as a self-employed person, mortgages just don't even listen to you. So there was a lot of unknown around finances and really had to redefine my relationship with money and make it my own. And for me, that was like, are you kidding? All I have to do is keep my vibration high and share from that place, like done, you know? And so many of my like videos are out in nature because I have to hike and get out there. And one day it was like, oh, I really want to hike, but I have to do that video. And I was like, wait a second, I'll do the video while I'm hiking. (laughs) I have cell phone coverage. (laughs) Exactly. 
Exactly. You don't even need cell phone coverage. You just record the video on your phone. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so it was really also this journey, and especially right now in our current climate, like you and your business want to show up as authentically and transparently as possible. Mm -hmm. Right. So doing things that like, do people do that? Doesn't matter if it's what you're being called to. If it feels like, really, I could do that? And like, hell yeah, like that sounds like fun. Do that, like do business your way. And what might that look like? What are you doing in your business that, you know, you look at on your schedule and you're like, ugh, right? Like life artist, transform that, recreate that, make it work for you. Whether it's just redefining what's really going on there, mm -hmm. You know, like marketing, none of us like marketing or writing email sequences or whatever, but how can you turn Social that into or... an offering? Yeah, yeah, turn it into an offering. Like you're educating people, you're getting to know people. You know, maybe you imagine getting emails back, being like, that is exactly what I needed to hear today. Thank you so much. You know, turn it into something that you can really get excited about. And, and I don't think there's anything we can't do that. No, I agree. And I love what you're saying because... Part of what I've worked on embodying even more is one staying filled up. But what came through for me during the sabbatical was like just create, like just make stuff. Doesn't have to be perfect, doesn't have to be art, doesn't have to be, you know, the best converting copy on the planet. Just make stuff. And that's really freeing. So I'm curious, like as people that you're working with and they're coming in and kind of discovering their creative side, because I presume a lot of people think, oh, they can't do it. Like, they can't be creative. They're not an artist, et cetera. And then this is a whole like rebirth or even a new birth of different skills and different way of thinking. What happens for them? Oh my gosh. I mean, I can't tell you how many like emails and comments I get. This is just with the online programs that are all pre-recorded, right? That they are so like, first they fall in love with painting. They never thought, and I have lots of people that have never painted before. They fall in love with painting. So surprisingly, they surprise themselves with what they do create, right? Because, you know, between the process that I teach, which is super simple and the energy that just is interwoven through every word and every pixel and everything, which is that this is really about you learning who you are at your most authentic place and then creating from that space. It's very liberating. And so people find themselves questioning so many other things in their life that they, one, have been telling themselves they can't do, or two, that somehow is beyond their realm of influence, right? Like, I'm stuck. This is my situation. Kind of that shades of that victim mentality. They're questioning all of those things. I mean, physiologically, our subconscious mind chunks information together. So when you have fear or resistance around something, so if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, right, but well, you don't want me painting. I can't even draw a straight line. Like I know all, I've heard it all a bajillion times. The level of transformation that's on the other side of just putting the paintbrush to the canvas for you is exponential because that fear, that resistance is just your ego wanting to stay in control. And this painting practice is a lot like meditation in that it brings you present. Yes. It raises your level of consciousness. You feel lighter and better. Whatever has been stressing you out, it's, it's, it's still mind blowing to me that whatever's been stressing you out or worrying you is like 
gone after a good painting session, which for some people can be just five minutes. You know, like I tell people, if you don't have a lot of time, just pick a color that looks delicious and squirt it onto the canvas. You can have a canvas that you just doodle and finger paint on over and over and over for the rest of your life. Like it doesn't ever have to be anything, just play. And that play, like, it's like, I'm seeing like inside of us, like these you know, I don't know what they are, like energy centers or places where we've been stuck and this creative energy that really has to be connected to a a fear or resistance, right? So Mm -hmm. that's why I ended up focusing on painting because that's where people were the most scared. But it's like, as you transmute that fear into possibility, just all these little dark stuck places in you get lit up because again, we're here to create. Mm-hmm. We're absolutely here to create. And so the story around like, oh, some people are creative, some people aren't is part of the big, you know, like mystery of life or the game of life is to remember and rediscover how creative you are. And that's when life gets super dynamic. So the clients, you know, whether they're changing careers or reframing, you know, I had a woman who was caregiving for an old man who I guess was pretty grumpy and she just hated it. And she ended up reframing it. And then she ended up looking forward to, you know, going to visit him every week. You know, people have taken their businesses to the next level because they're learn, they learn how at the canvas to kind of get out of their own way and let go, you know, yeah. um, how to see possibility instead of like, oh, I screwed it up and walk away. It's like, okay, didn't think it was going that direction. So, so now what, right? How much does life do that to us all the time? Yeah. We haven't been taught those skills, but the canvas it's like just you at the canvas. What you can learn is infinite. Absolutely. You have shown, or just shared so many like juicy, I can't even call them tidbits because they're like mountainous, voluminous, you know, hills that we can dissect for forever. I want to circle back to two things. One, like I'm laughing because I love playing. Like my kids make fun of me because there's a huge part of me that's like five and I have my own finger paints and a canvas that I paint on and I love glitter and throw it and just, you know, skip and do all the silly things that, you know, little kids can do. And it's so freeing. And it also is a huge de-stressor for me, at least. And, And it's the same, I think, as just creating. It gives me that space to like do something different, interact differently, open up possibility that the art can. And I love that people are coming in and having these huge shifts. Like that's amazing. And I think I'm not creative. I'm not an artist is the same thing as somebody saying, I'm not good at numbers. Like it's just a limiting belief, right? right? We all have an inner artist inside of us. Are we going to be a Picasso? Probably not. And that's okay. We don't need that. That's not what the calling is. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're all aware of like exercising for wellness or, you know, doing yoga or something. We have no illusions that we're going to be recruited for the Olympic team, you know, or get an endorsement from Nike or something. Right. But we do it because it's, it's part of our well-being, And it's the same thing with your creativity. Like there will no doubt be a day, hopefully before I die, where everyone the predominant at least number of people on this planet that can do it are aware of the necessity to have 
a form of creative expression, right? You know, diving into this painting practice that I offer doesn't mean you you have to paint the rest of your life. But one, let's get you to a place like, oh, painting, yeah, I can do that, right? And so like, oh no, you can't even, I can't even draw a straight line. Let's get you, you know, let's sweep away that fear because the domino effect of that will be tremendous. And then you may find some other creative outlet that nurtures your creativity too, but you will be attuned, kind of activated to the subtle ways that you receive creative inspiration. And this whole symbolic language is really powerful and fun. You know, quantum physics has taught that, you know, if you hear something more than once, right, and this is taught in business circles, you know, if you hear something more than once, something crosses your awareness a couple times in 24 hours or something, that's a clue. Like you want to pay attention to that. The logical mind isn't going to give that any credence, like, oh, you're busy. That's not on the agenda, like whatever. But your intuitive self, the part of you, the visionary part is hungry for you to remember how you can receive guidance and valuable business insight through these subtle messages. And you develop that through this painting practice. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And at least on my end, when I see my clients being more creative, because they tend to be creatives anyways, but they are really leaning into curiosity and possibility, the opportunities that show up for them they're intentional about what they're choosing. They're not just taking anything that shows up because they know kind of what to look for, but it helps them grow, whether it's personally, whether their business grows, there's, you know, their impact and their ability to serve their clients increases exponentially as opposed to just using your logical ego-based brain. And it's really cool because they're happier. They're having way more fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're not having fun, you're not doing something right. I mean, well, yeah, well, that's the Dalai absolutely Lama. a yeah. mantra of mine. Yeah. The Dalai Lama says the point of life is happiness. So yeah. let's practice that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And the yeah. things that aren't making you happy are portals and invitations for you to create and transform that into something that does or right. let it go. Yeah. You know, and, and that's okay. Like you get to be the one, the sovereign being that gets to choose what colors, quote unquote, you put on your canvas, quote unquote, right? Like it's right. all symbolic because yeah. the way we do anything is the way we do everything. So that's an exciting yeah. principle. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I want to, you have a really cool way for people to get started with the creative process. But before we talk about that, I want to dive into a little bit of just your business journey, because I presume, like everybody else, you didn't just open the studio and voila, you were a success overnight. What were some of the challenges or the ups and downs for you? Yeah, well, there were lots of ups and downs. And, you know, financially, and in looking back at the financial piece, like I can feel the perfection in my journey with that. But success financially, the first level was that I was able to, you know, keep the art center in business on this little side street in Nashville, Tennessee, with no connections to Nashville and no art experience. But it was, like I was living upstairs, you know, like every month I was wondering, getting curious about how I was going to pay all the bills and, you know, things like that. But success as far as my own journey and the impact it had on the community and individuals that came in was 
tremendous right from the beginning. Like we were all learning together, you know? So I think it's important to, to also, when you're evaluating the success of your business, you know, yes, the money is important. And, and I love talking to people and especially artists and creatives about money because money is a lovely creative force and it's energy. And I went through my whole own journey because the husband was, you know, very logical, linear spreadsheets and wanted me to, you know, crunch the numbers and make monetary goals. And that did not motivate me at all. Right. I do it my way. I do it more watery, like an ebb and flow kind of feeling, but owning my right to make money doing what I love and doing something that is of service to people was a transformational journey in and of itself. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like in the first phase when I had the bricks and mortar of the art center, I was really building this foundation of learning and studying and connecting to my clients very intimately uh, throughout those like eight or nine years. Then when my book came out, my first book came out in 2008, you know, I let go of the physical space so I could travel more and reach people through the book and teach without having to run a business, you know, bricks and mortar, which was actually amazing. And that was, you know, very transformational and, you know, book tours and speaking at conferences and things like that showing up as now, as opposed to the wannabe artist showing up as the author, you know, this creatively fit expert, so to speak. And then when I knew I was moving to Oregon, you know, I live in this small rural community. So immediately it was like, well, I'm going to take everything online. So I launched my online programs with a trip to New York and, you know, handing out postcards, teaching people about opposite colors in front of MoMA and book signings and painting, collective painting at a chocolate shop and East West bookstore and, you know, just made this launch on my own and launched the online programs, which were just all step-by-step -step photos, right? Back then. <laughs> yeah. So being online since 2009 has been super interesting. Right. And, you know, developing the multiple streams of income was huge and really getting, you know, putting on that strategy brain. When I got divorced, oh. it was like my mom said, well, you're going to have to figure out how to make a living. And I'm like, I know how to make a living. Like I'm going to keep doing my business. And most people didn't think I could. Right. And, right. and I absolutely did because I knew the universe would rather have me, you know, empowering people creatively than like some menial job that I could get in this County. It's kind of like, I was exactly where spirit wanted me to be because there were right. many, many jobs around here. Right. Yeah. So, Feeling so there's been, yeah, there's been a lot of different iterations of my business. And each time you get inspired and you feel confident and then you dance with that imposter syndrome and who am I to do this? You know, I have a certification course that started in 2010, inspired by a long, passionate email from a woman in Nigeria, you know, that clearly I couldn't just beam myself over to Nigeria to help her. So created this certification program when I had no certifications or training in anything, right? And <laughs> This was a pretty amazing example because it's been my bread and butter for over a decade now. And, you know, when the idea and everything came to me very intuitively, right? My left brain was like, girl, you got no business certifying anyone to do anything, right? And I'm like, okay, but there's a lot of energy here. So I'm going to do this first one. I didn't promote it at all. I put together a one sheet and as people kind of randomly reached out to me or someone crossed my mind, like, ooh, like I saw them in there, I would send them the one sheet and they're all like, oh, this is exactly what I've been waiting for. 
And then, so that started September, 2010. I put it on my website very quietly, coaching certifications starting January, 2011. Didn't email people. I didn't have a huge list. You know, I had 18 people registered in January. So I'm like, okay, game on. I'm going to be obedient to where the energy is and where this business is guiding me. It's always felt like the business was guiding me. And now there's, I mean, I've certified way over a hundred people just since the pandemic hit. I kind of adjusted the training and made it more accessible. And because this is what we need more than ever right now is that creative awareness pumping through our veins. So the business challenges have been between my life changing, right? And the kind of pieces on the game board changing, you know, from being in-person bricks and mortar to book, traveling to online to now all online, you know, very little traveling. I have my first trip coming up here soon, you know, which is kind of mind blowing that, you know, just holding on loosely to how it's meant to unfold. You know, I have an online program, Ara painting meditation program that I created last August because I was just going to expand upon my existing Buddha painting program. And I just heard like paint the feminine Buddha. And I was like, I really don't want to create a whole new course right now. Summer is when I'm paragliding, right? Like that's the priority. It's not what I'm playing now. Yeah. (laughs) But it was so clear that like, you know, Tara. So I did that and that's been the most amazing experience and first time painters are painting figures and hands and faces and freaking out and then celebrating and, you know, really transforming in the energy of Tara right now. She's the goddess of liberation and compassion and she's very present, that energy. And so in other words, like the business has challenged me. It's brought me to my knees. You know, it's set me up on stage on pedestals. It's, you know, brought me financial abundance. It's taken me to my most authentic place. I'm sure there's still more to come, right? But not being afraid to speak, which I really feel like is coming from this future place, right? Like I am being kind of shown the breadcrumbs and then pointing them out to people because Mm -hmm. we're on a really transformational journey right now and pivotal and have no illusions that what you do and how you think don't make a difference. Absolutely. Like, I mean, we've already had studies that measure like uh, monks who are meditating, you know, in different locations, like how that ripple effect and that energy creates more peace, less violence in inner city. Yeah. So your thoughts actually do become reality and things. And there's an energy frequency that can be measured. Yes. Yeah. And I agree. I think all of this uncertainty, all the things that are happening is really a clearing and a shift so that we come out of being in, in a far too masculine era and come more into balance with the feminine. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, again, I tell people all the time, like, there's no judgment, like we're infinite beings, we have nothing but time, right? So we get to create these roller coaster rides, you know, of things like the patriarchy and whatever's coming next. And it's all part of it. It's all here to love us. And, you know, there's so many people on this planet that can't literally take the time to fill themselves up. You know, there are women on this planet who are not free 
to express themselves in any way, shape or form, let alone starting a business or having a voice. So for those of us who can, I think it's absolutely our divine assignment right now to be our most authentic, expressive, creative, abundant selves so that all sentient beings speaking in Tara language can benefit. It will absolutely make a difference. And, you know, one of the other things that I teach a lot is about really what we're living in is a world of energy. Everything is energy before matter, right? Anything in your business that you've created, whether it's a tangible product or a virtual service or something, existed as an idea before you created it into form. And so really caring for ourselves energetically and tuning into that frequency, that is where the new like security is. And that's what my latest book, 30 Days to Unstoppable, Be the Dream Made Visible, is literally like a energetic meditative process that I was given to remind us that we're energetic beings. And again, when we tend to our energy and vibration, everything else will follow because energy is such that like attracts like, right? So if you as an entrepreneur are nurturing a high vibration, you will attract high vibration thoughts, ideas, people, opportunities, your bank account will reflect high vibration. Everything has to align. And the things that aren't in alignment, if it's like, oh, Whitney, but I got this thing that I know is low vibration, but you know, a job or a relationship Tend to your vibration, what makes you happy, what lights you up, and those things that are not in alignment literally will not be able to stay entrained with your frequency, mm-hmm. and they will fall away. Like the friend will move, the ju- you'll either get fired or you'll get you know shifted to yeah. a different department yeah. or like things will change. You don't have to address <laughs> the low vibration. You just tend to the high vibration. So I can't recommend the the book is on Audible. It's audiobook on my website. It's paperback. It's I'm reading and painting to the chapters on my YouTube channel. So I'm up to day 19 there. You can listen to it for free. Like this is teaching that is being given to us right now. And it's very, very vital because the external world is going to continue to crumble and to shift and to transform. And if you are sourcing your sense of well-being or purpose or security from anything outside of yourself, it's going to be way more difficult. (laughs) We have to remember how to care for that on the inside and the internal realms. So lots of opportunity for us these days. Absolutely. And I would highly encourage everybody to check out your books, go to your website, and you also have a masterclass that is available for people too. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I created the Life Artist Masterclass exactly for this kind of conversation where it's like, okay, you're intrigued. You're not sure you want to paint yet, right? That's still, you know, fence. But there's something that's sparked in you, like the symbols, this idea of creating your life with awareness, how powerfully we're painting pictures in our mind. And if you're stressing and worrying, you're painting pictures in your mind of what you don't want. And literally, you're going to step into those images. So let's really shine a light on how you are truly a life artist and what that means and how that looks and how you can live that way. So the Life Artist Masterclass is five lessons, five short, like 10 minute videos that I did all outside in the snow next to a creek in the mountains. Oh, wow. Yeah, you'll love it. And we go through five different sacred symbols and you know, receive the meaning for you personally from each of those. And in the process, you'll... Remember, it won't be like, gee, I got to think about this for a while. It's like, 
right? Like this just feels familiar. And so I know it'll be very encouraging. And under each lesson, you can comment. I get those emails right away. I respond within 48 hours. So I'd love to have a conversation with you about that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's so generous of you to offer all of that. And what is the best way for people to connect with you? Well, I'm on, you know, Facebook and Instagram. And then of course my website, there's a contact. I mean, you know, of course, share your email with me so I can keep you posted on things. But if you just search Whitney Freya, that will get you everywhere you need to go. But truly, I mean, I would say the best way, if this is sparking something in you, I can assure you that by engaging in this Life Artist Masterclass, you know, you will you will get some golden ticket kind of experience out of it. And, and we can interact through the course, which okay. would make me really happy. Awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. And I've said this before to a few guests, but I really feel like we could keep chatting and dive in even deeper. And unfortunately, our time is up. Thank you so much for being on because I I love everything that you're saying and sharing and truly believe and encourage everybody to get in touch with their inner creative side, even if you don't feel like you're an artist. And and I'm air quoting that. So, So thank you so much. Thank you, Emmy. I love the space you've created for all of us. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I am so grateful for each and every episode that you tune in and listen to. And I hope that you get a ton of value that you can implement starting today. I do have just a quick favor. If you wouldn't mind hopping on to wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It would help us tremendously so that the Tribe of Leaders podcast can be found more easily and help inspire other entrepreneurial leaders. 